you have your Bibles, open with me to the book of Mark, chapter 2, beginning with verse number 1. And again, he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. And straightway, many were gathered together insomuch that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. And they come unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. When they could not come nigh unto him for the press or for the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when he had broken, or when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. But there were certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their hearts, Why doth this man thus speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? And immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves... He said unto them, Why reason ye these things in your heart? Whether is it easier to say to the sick of the palsy, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and take up thy bed and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins, he saith to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise and take up thy bed and go thy way into thine house. And immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before them all, insomuch that they were all amazed, and glorified God, saying, We never saw it on this fashion. Amen. What a powerful story. I hope that God will help me uh, deliver a word to you today. I want to talk to you for a little while about the blessings and the benefits of a breakthrough. Amen. The blessings and the benefits of a breakthrough. I don't want to ask anybody that would embarrass you, but if you are here today and you need a breakthrough, God has a word for you today. Amen. Everybody clap your hands to the Lord and give Him praise. God bless you. You may be seated. The word breakthrough has always been a word that intrigues me. When I first heard it as a child around a church, I didn't understand exactly what it meant. But as I have grown and lived, I have learned the value of breakthroughs. There is something about life that hems us in at times and brings us to a place where we feel limited. We feel like everything is against us. And it is in times like that that we desperately need a breakthrough. The word breakthrough is, a, is an interesting word, and it finds its meaning in Uh, many areas, but by Webster's definition, a breakthrough is a major achievement 
or a success that permits further success and progress. It is not just the moment. It is not just what happens at that moment when there is a breakthrough, but it is what that breakthrough prepares you for. It is what it puts you in the position to enjoy. It is a significant change, an advance, a development, an achievement, an increase that removes the barriers to our progress, and it allows us to become all that we are designed and built to be. There are stories that speak to me continually from the Word of God with relevant truth, and this happens to be one of them. I have often gone back to it in my own life and ministry because it has been the source of encouragement in times of struggle. Certainly, this story reveals and exposes the truth of life, that life can oftentimes be very difficult. Here is a man crippled, unable to help himself, and things are not always as we would like for them to be in life. There are many times limitations that frustrate us, and they hinder us in our walk in life. Weaknesses that discourage us and things that get in our way. The nameless man of our text is really not all that different from any of us. His life was difficult. Desire was certainly not enough to make a change in his life. It took more than just a desire to get him to where he needed to be. It took a faith on those that were around him that would not be denied. I will stop and tell you this morning that it does matter who you fellowship because who you fellowship with can either help you get through or keep you from getting through. Amen. I want to hang out with people that know how to get me where I need to go. Amen. I want to be with people that will not hinder me but help me. And what started out as a good, benevolent, selfless act of these four friends soon ran into difficulty. There were problems that were encountered, and faith was tried. I have come this morning to tell somebody that faith often has to walk an ugly road to see the miracle. And there is oftentimes the adversity that comes to stop you from experiencing what God has planned for you. There are hindrances and blockages to the pathway of life on every hand. There are doors that are closed and there is no easy access. And oftentimes there are people that seem to get in the way. There was no sympathy among the crowd. There was no one but these four men and this man who made it through. It's the difference between misery and a miracle. A breakthrough can make all the difference in the world in your life. It is the difference between healing and helplessness. It is the difference between just going on the way life is or enjoying life in a new dimension. Is there anybody here this morning that's interested in a breakthrough? Hallelujah. 
Is there anybody here today that is interested in a breakthrough? It is the difference between misery and a miracle. It is the difference between having what you need and only wishing that you could have what you need. Many times there are things that stand in the way of a breakthrough. First of all, there was the man himself and his own problems. He was a man who was handicapped and he was limited. There were certain limitations to his life that kept him from doing what needed to be done. Many times when we look at ourselves and our situation, our particular problem or whatever it is that we're dealing with, there are many of us that feel like there's really no use in trying. And what can I do or how can I make a difference? To give up before you even try is often the case with many people. He could not help himself. It was an impossible task for him alone. But thank God there were others that were as interested in him as he was interested in himself. Thank God that somebody had faith enough to say, we're going to do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be. I believe I'm in a church this morning of people that act and feel that way. I don't always come to church because of what I need. I come to church many times to help somebody else get what they need. I may not have a problem this morning, but somebody near me may have. And I need to have a breakthrough, not just for myself, but I need to have a breakthrough that will help them get what they need. Amen. There was the hindrance of his own problems. And then there was the problem of people. And isn't that always really the core of our problem, people? Amen. People problems are everywhere. Faith will always have to deal with the human element if it's going to enjoy a breakthrough. People problems are always at the top of the list of reasons of why people seem to not have a breakthrough. It's somebody that gets in the way. It's something that stands in their path. People can get in your way on your way to God. But again, I remind you that that's why we're here, is to help you get beyond people and find the one who can really help you with your problem and in your situation. I wonder this morning if there's anyone standing between you and a breakthrough this morning. Standing between you and what Jesus would like to do in your life. You say, well, I don't know of anybody, Brother Hughes. Well, maybe it's not something as obvious as you think. Maybe it's somebody that you need to forgive that's wronged you, that's keeping you from a breakthrough. Maybe it's someone's opinion about you that you value, that hinders you and limits you in what you need to do and what you need to have in God today. Maybe it's the problem of those around you that you are more concerned about what they might think than what he might think. It may be someone difficult to get along with. 
It may be someone sitting next to you. It may be somebody sitting across the the church from you. That is the reason why you cannot have a breakthrough. Well, I've come to tell you this morning that there's nobody, this building or any other building, that can keep you from a breakthrough if you're hungry enough for a breakthrough. Amen. Whatever the people problem might be, if we can ever get past those who come between us and the master, then the miracle is ours. It's not easy, but it can be done. The problems that challenge us are many times those that we surround ourselves with. And if we can ever get past them, if we can ever get past what they're going to think about us or what they might say about us, or if we can ever get to that point that we can just forgive them and let them go. You know what? Unforgiveness doesn't hurt anybody but you. If there's somebody that's hurt, that, that has harmed you or done something against you, they're not hurting you anymore. You're hurting yourself if you harbor an unforgiveness toward them. And they, in fact, are what is keeping you from a breakthrough. An unforgiving spirit will lock the door of heaven, and it will chain the blessings of God from your life. But if somehow you could just open your hand today and say, God, I'm going to let this go. I'm going to let it, I'm going to give it all back to you. The hurt, the pain, the suffering, the misunderstanding, the thoughts, the feelings, I'm going to give it all back to you. If you could just let that go, that individual that has gotten in your way will no longer be your problem because you'll find another way to get into the presence of the Lord. You'll find a way. It could be that if we could ever get past or get over those who come between us and Him, our lives would be transformed, immeasurably enriched by the breakthrough that would come into our life. Hear me this morning. Don't let anybody keep you from seeing Him. Amen. Amen. Don't let anybody. It may have been 20 years ago. You got to let it go. You know what? I know people that have held things against people for 20 years. And the truth is, the person that they're holding it against isn't even the same person today that they were 20 years ago. And we've got them locked away in some event that happened to us two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. Let it go. I said, let it go. It's not worth holding on to. It's not worth keeping in the record book. You've got to get past people if you're going to have a breakthrough. You're going to have to get past some people in this church to have a breakthrough. What they might think, what they might say, what they might, whatever, get past it. Amen. But you can do it. And then they had to deal with other things. The issue was not just people. There was the issue of access that hindered them. All the windows and the doors were blocked. And even when they got past the people, there were things that blocked the door. Things that got in the way. There was a roof, a structure, even when they got up on top of the house, that prevented them from getting into his presence. And so it is in life. 
You can get past people, but you don't get past the things that need to be gotten past. And you don't have your miracle. Amen. You've got to deal with the roof at some time. You, you've got to deal with things. It may not be people. It may be things that are holding you back. It may be things that are keeping you locked in that world of misery and hurt and, and helplessness. And what you need to understand is that when there is a desire strong enough to get you past the things and get you past the people, you're, you're primed and ready for a breakthrough. Amen. You're primed and ready. You cannot allow any body to stop you. You cannot allow anything to stop you. You have to keep digging until you see him. And the blessing that transformed his life are unbelievable. And this is the simple message that I've come to deliver to you this morning. That the blessing and the benefit of a breakthrough is this. He was carried in, but he walked out. Now, I don't know, maybe you weren't physically carried in this morning, but I have a feeling that there's some folks in this building that's been carried by problems for a long time. You've been carried along in life. You have been helped by others. You have been encouraged by others. And maybe this morning, if you could hear the word of a preacher and you could press your way through to a breakthrough, you wouldn't have to depend on somebody to get you back out of here or get you home or take you where you need to be. You could get up on your own feet and walk out of this place in your own power. Amen. What had been impossible, what had been impossible, that breakthrough enabled him to do. That's what a breakthrough will do in your life. It will empower you to do what you could not do. Amen. That's what a breakthrough will do. It will empower you to do what you couldn't do. You said, Brother Hughes, I, 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 just, I just can't forgive them. If you ever have a breakthrough, you'll walk out of that situation. Amen. If you ever have a breakthrough, you won't have to have somebody carry you back home. Amen. You'll dance and rejoice your way home. That's because the breakthrough brings that kind of blessing. It empowers you to do what you couldn't do. Sometimes in life we feel like there's so many things that we can't do. But the truth is a breakthrough can change all of that. Amen. I don't know what it is that you're facing today you feel is impossible for you to overcome. Maybe it's a job situation. Maybe, maybe it's your mindset about the job. Maybe that's what needs to change. It's not just a physical issue. It's a mental issue. Your mindset needs to change. You need to have your, your mind transformed. You're not a cripple anymore. You're, you're, you're not helpless anymore. You're in a place where God can heal you. He can put you back together. I don't know how he did it. All I know is they brought him in carried on 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 a a, a a litter and he walked out on his own two feet 
That's the power of the God that I serve and I worship this morning. You may come in crippled and broken and hurt by life, but if you can ever have an encounter with Jesus Christ, it can transform your situation and it puts you on your feet where you can walk out on your own power. Maybe somebody here this morning needs to hear what God's Word says to you is that a breakthrough can enable you to do what you could not do before. Amen. Somebody say, I can do all things. Say it again. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Come on, say it again. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I can. Say it again. I can. I can. I can walk. I don't have to be a cripple all of my life. You know what? I, I hate labels. I, I hate labels. And, and in Scripture, that's all that we know him by is a cripple, a paralytic. He didn't even have a name. We don't John or Bill or George. He was a paralytic. We get labeled in life. We get names attached to us. Loser, whiner, quitter. Mm. If you ever get in the right place with him, he'll take that label off of you. Amen. You know, I, I, I applaud... <clears throat> Twelve steps. I I'm, I'm, I'm applaud anything that helps people get their life back together from addictive behaviors. But the one thing that I don't like about twelve steps is the fact that every time you get up, you have to admit, I am an alcoholic or I am a drug addict. Well, listen to me, folks. That is contradictory to what the Bible says because the Bible says to those who are in Christ Jesus, they are new creatures they are new i may have come to an altar a broken down wreck i may have come addicted i may have come an alcoholic i may have come an immoral person but when i have that encounter with him when there is that touch of his hand on my life that stigma is taken away that issue is taken out of my life. I am not an alcoholic anymore. I am a born again child of God. I am blood bought. I am blood purchased. I am redeemed. I am made a new creation. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. You may have been, but you're not that anymore. Come on, somebody ought to praise God right now that you aren't what you used to be. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. The power of God's presence can transform you and power you to do what you could not do before. Amen. You can walk away from it. You can leave that old way of life. You can leave that old way of thinking. But not only, that, that's not the only blessing of a breakthrough. It's not just that God empowers you to do what you couldn't do. But what I love, and the reason I read the entirety of that text, 
is because you don't get the full impact of the story until Jesus deals with those Pharisees that were standing around questioning what he was doing, whether he had the authority or the right to do all that. And he goes on to speak to this man words that broke something on his life that needed to be broken. And that was the influence of people. He walked out. He not only walked out on his own two feet, but the blessing of a breakthrough will empower you to walk through the very crowd that almost kept you from the miracle. Amen. It will empower you to walk past the very people that hindered you from getting where you need to be and you don't even care that they hindered you. You don't even care that they were the ones standing in the doorway and they wouldn't move. They wouldn't give you access. They wouldn't feel sorry for you. They wouldn't sympathize with you. When you get a breakthrough, you don't get hung up on what people think or say about you. You're not worried about what's going to happen. As a matter of fact, when you, when you really have a breakthrough, when you turn around, the whole world looks different to you then. Amen. People aren't against you. They just don't understand what they're doing in life. You see, when Jesus touches you, you will be able to get through some things that you couldn't get through before. You say, Brother Hughes, I don't know how. I'm gonna, I, I don't know how. You just need a breakthrough, and you'll find out how. Amen. You, you, you have a breakthrough And God will empower you to get past the people and the things that have hindered you on the way in. If you can ever have a breakthrough, if you can ever get into that place where he can put his hand on you, where you can get past the people and the things and your own problems and your own hang-ups and your own issues and, and get into his presence, what he does to you and what he can do in you will enable you to get up and go through the things that you couldn't get through before. Amen. I've had people say, oh, Brother Hughes, you know what? As soon as I get my life together, I'm going to come to church. As soon as I get my act together, I'm going to give my heart to God. Folks, that's not the way to look at it. You need to give your heart to God before you ever get it together. Because he's the only one that will help you get it together and keep it together. Amen. Even if you got it together, it'd fall apart the next day. But when he touched this man, the very issues that had stopped him, he walked right through them. There are issues that are bothering some of you right now that if you could just have a good old-fashioned breakthrough, you would walk right through them just like they weren't even there. Things that you can't get over, things you can't get past, if you never have a breakthrough, you'll turn around and walk out of this building. You'll shout out of this building. You'll take up your bed and walk. You, you, won't, you, you won't go out the way you came if you can ever have a breakthrough. The blessing that will transform your life. And the blessings and benefits that will come will far outweigh whatever you have to do to have that breakthrough. 
A breakthrough is not always an easy thing to have. As it is told in the story, they had to uncover the roof. Sometimes it gets down and dirty what I have to do to get to where I need to be in God. But it's worth every effort. Amen. It's worth pushing past human feelings. It's worth pushing back the carnal mind. It's worth pushing through all of the other issues that come against me. Because if I can ever get into His presence, if I can ever feel His touch, oh, what a transformation. Amen. And I can get up and I can walk right past and right through the very thing that stopped me on the way in. Let's stand to our feet right now. I feel the Holy Ghost in this building right now. Amen. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to reach over and take somebody by the hand. I want this church to become an empowering place right now that will help somebody that came struggling into this building find a place of breakthrough today. God, I don't know how, and I'm sure there are others that are wondering what in the world is going on, what is all the noise, and what's all the fuss about. Don't worry about it. It's just what a man needs to get where he needs to be. God, right now, you know every heart in this building, and you know every struggle. You know every issue that people are dealing with in their life. You know every problem that they are facing. You know every adversity. You know every struggle, Lord. You know every hurt. You know every issue that they battle. You know every thought that fights against them right now. You know every imagination that rises against them. God, whatever might come, let them understand that there is a way through. There is a way through. There is a way into your presence. There is a way into your presence. And if they can get there, what a transformation, what a breakthrough can bring into their life will be far more beneficial than whatever it might take to get to that place. Oh, God, right now. I need you to help us in this building. I am just a weak vessel, and I, I, am not, I am not strong enough, nor am I wise enough to know how to say the right word, to get into the heart and the mind of people. But I know that you are, Lord. I know that you're able right now. I know that you're able right now to get into the heart of every person in this building. And if there's somebody here today that needs... They, they just, they, they're tired of being crippled in life. They're tired of being carried in life. They're tired of life being just miserable and painful and hurtful. They're tired of living in that condition. I pray right now, God, that they would have the courage. And if they don't, that somebody near them would have enough courage and enough faith to know what to do to get them to that place where they need to be, where God can liberate them, where God can free them, where God can release them, where God can empower them, where God can anoint them. Oh, right now, God, in this place, in this place, in this place, in this place.